had a dragon's body, a fanged, snarly grin, and smelled of buzzard meat and skunk perfume. The Northwoods Timberman wrote in a Rhinelander newspaper. Eugene Simeon Shepard described how the creature, a terrible brute, quote-unquote, of a hodag, with the strength of an ox, quote-unquote, the ferocity of a bear, quote-unquote, and the cunning of a fox, quote-unquote. <laughs> Tore apart the hunting dogs he and his friends tried to use to corner the beast. They shot the hodag with heavy rifles and large boar squirt guns loaded with poisonous water to no avail. Quote, Finally, <laughs> Finally, after hours of struggle, Shepard and his friends resorted to using dynamite to kill the beast. Jesus Christ. That was a column published 125 years ago. In October of 1893, of the Near North newspaper, which is, this was written in the Wausau Daily Herald. So that was, tell of a hodag, a creature that is, uh, does anybody remember any of the ways that that was just described? Because that creature has a lot going on. That has a, and they killed it with dynamite? Um, to no avail. That's bonkers. <laughs> um, so it was, it had the strength of an ox. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. <laughs> unquote. The ferocity of a bear and the cunning of a fox. <gasps> so, I mean, this was a, this was a, this, this creature, real ass shit. It just sounds like a bear. <laughs> I know. It sounds like a really mean bear. Um, Are we sure it wasn't Megan Fox from Jennifer's Body? <laughs> <laughs> well, it smelled of buzzard meat and skunk perfume. So yeah, What was skunk perfume? Because that, ooh, you don't want that. You don't Have you ever that. spent a day in the woods? I mean, Maybe it was just a bear that got skunked. Yeah. It's me, because I did not bring any deodorant on this trip. <laughs> it's day two, and I just realized that. Um, so that story was a story about a hodag, which is a mythical beast of a creature that is a North Country creature, much like the Wendigo, um, in that it's a story that's been told for many, many hundreds of years. Cool. Um, 1893? That's crazy. That was in the paper. I know, right? I mean, stuff like that was written in the paper all the time back in the day. Paper sucks now. <laughs> I know. Where's all the fun ghost stories? It used to be fun. It used to be fun. Yeah. And now it's all about me. 45's not going to jail yet. Yeah. Global warming. Bring back hodags. <laughs> the hodag. Um, but hello. Welcome to the Queermo cast. We're coming to you live from outside of our Airbnb Ooh. in Sealy, Wisconsin. Well, outside of Sealy, Wisconsin. I've just uh, been saying we're up north. Up north, up yes. Up north. Um, ever, uh, so with us today we have, of course, our lovely co-host. Oh, we have Shim Sham. She's here as always. Shim Sham to go as always. But who else is here, Mama? <gasps> to my right we've got Junko. Junko, <laughs> say hi to everybody. Hi. Oh, she's beautiful. And to my right, we have Jason Belden. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome back to both of you. This is the second time we've had each of you on the podcast, but the first time we've had two guests at once. I know you remember Junko told us about Summer Wind. Summer Wind, which, which I is not still want to go see. No, it's kind of far from here. <laughs> it's right it behind. Far from here. We're in front of We're Summer Wind. However, when you look up Northwoods, uh, it's it's the first thing that comes up for Northwoods, Wisconsin scary stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're on a lake. Remember they saw a woman on the lake and she wove, waved him in? She sure did because she wanted to prevent them from being killed. Unlike your uncle, Junko. <laughs> <laughs> Should you tell that story quick? No. No? no. <laughs> Let's just say it involves a paddle boat, a storm, and an uncle who was no longer allowed to hang out with the children alone. <laughs> you Not do with that what you will. Because he will probably get you drowned. <laughs> because he was a very smart y'all drowning um, is the worst but <laughs> welcome not- welcome welcome everybody to our next creepy epi- creepy spooky, spooky edition of the queer cast Ugh, i'm so scared so scared i mean actually it's really fun to be outside like this because we've i've literally never recorded anything like this outdoors jason how about you set the scene we are sitting literally on the shore of a misty spooky lake a a very very 
soft mist is drifting across the dark water, and you can hear the sounds of the of the bugs in the night and the crackle of the fire. And it's just us. We have not seen any other people. I've seen a, a fire across the lake, so I know that there's like life somewhere. But well, it, and there was someone on an ATV going up and down the road. <laughs> <or anything>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you guys, but I thought I saw just a, a guy with a, a, a chopping axe. Uh, he was standing right behind a tree. That was but... just Norman. <laughs> <laughs> because we've literally had Christine McConnell playing all weekend. <laughs> I'm in nothing but my red silk panties. Oh, and... <laughs> and that's why the Axeman is here. And also, uh, if the sound quality uh, is a little off, we're recording outside and we didn't do a mic check. So if the sound quality sucks, sorry. No way this could go wrong. <laughs> no possible way this could ever go wrong. The last detail I need to point out is that we have s'mores here, and I am planning to make one and we uh, have very shortly. Pumpkin spice vegan marshmallows. Oh, they're so good. There's also like one little blob of the maple Just ones. Yeah. We also have maple ones, bit. but they've been open for a couple of days and they're definitely a little bit um gone. meltier Wonderful. and gone. <laughs> they're a little bit gone. Oh, so worth it. Oh my God. Mm. So what are we here to talk about today? As if we didn't already make that clear. Well, tonight we're going to talk about the complicated issue of redistricting Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest Obviously. story of all. The most gerrymandered state in the union. <laughs> I wish that were true, but run for run for the rest of the union's money for sure, at the very least. <laughs> um, but no, we're here to get a little bit creepy this evening. Ah! It's, it's the st- <laughs> We're calling the corners. The four of us have gathered tonight in perfect love and perfect trust. Witches, hear my roar! Roar! Um, I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) To regale each other with the tales of the night. Yes. And of the, the haunting bumps in the night. And the things that we know about the might creep each other out or at least crack each other up (laughs) (laughs) more crack each other up i'm sure i was Uh. (laughs) shopping at festival foods (laughs) and i was down the vegan aisle (gasps) and the freezer light was flickering and i was like that's strange and when i opened up the freezer door vegan chicken nuggets were six (laughs) dollars So I bought them. <laughs> I thought you were. I, I thought you were going to go somewhere with price. I thought you were going to say, and she wished she had gone to Woodman's. You don't know me. You don't know me. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh my goodness. So, okay, how was everybody preparing for for the EP creepy season this year? We'll wait for response. Well, we've already watched <laughs> we already watched Hocus Pocus once, and we only need to watch it eight more times before we hit the magic number. Oh, I love and Hocus Pocus. And then your Pocus. spell is cast, of course. And then we're ready for Hocus Pocus Part Two. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna decorate my house with Halloween lights. Haven't done it yet, but it's early September, so I think I have time. Yeah, I think I, I, I think you could still respectably do it soon. And oh, still call it and then I think I should get my cat sandwich and soda little outfits. Oh my goodness, they're gonna hate it so much. I know. I just gotta get them for some photos because they obviously will only wear them for five seconds. Oh my goodness, and you might end up with a scratch or a bite or two. <laughs> oh, but I should send out a family Halloween card. Oh my goodness, and I don't think that's sad. Fuck you. Have you, guys, have you guys seen those little Halloween costumes where people dress up their like French bulldog as Chucky, and from the front it just looks like Chucky is running right at you with like scissors or something? Those, I love them so much. I wish that somebody would also rig up like a, a sound thing that every time the dog moves or the cat moves, it makes sound. And it's like, you stupid bitch, I'm going to fucking cut you up. <laughs> as, as this adorable little pu- puppy is like, why is everyone running away from me? Oh. No, I just want your love. I was going to say, like, we have been watching horror movies. We've been trying to gather as much spooky. Like, it's only mid-September while we're recording this, but, you know. We, we've got 
we've got not that much time left before it's it's just going to be winter. So we really want to soak up as much of this fall kind of crispy, chilly, spookiness while we can before it's gone. Which I think is beautiful because it it do it it, it do disappear real fast. Like mm-hmm. truly, like. Uh, I feel like when we were younger, like elementary school students, it felt like the fall was like this, a very different time. I never felt like autumn flew by the way mm-hmm. that it does now. Now I'm like, the winter lasts for three trillion years. The summer is a never ending hellfire. <laughs> and spring is a whisper in the wind and autumn is like, I'm here and bye y'all. <laughs> like it's just, it, it's, it's weird being an adult, but also not wanting to grow up. I know. <laughs> and speaking of not growing up, can we talk a little bit about some of the things that kind of like raised us on the spooky shit that we now really love? What are some of the things that we cut our teeth on that definitely like set us on the path to the ooky, the, cre- the epic creepy? I mean, immediately it's it's like goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark? Like. Nickelodeon shows that leaned into spookiness and there was one where uh, there was like an evil sponge under the sink (laughs) on Goosebumps and they opened the cabinet and it was just like there and it had fangs and it had (laughs) mean eyes and that chilled me and changed me like I was not okay. I believe that one is called It Came From Beneath the Sink. (laughs) And see, I loved The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes! It came out when I was a kid and I had a Jack Skellington toy and I loved Sally but I've always liked the cuter side of Halloween. So I liked Jack, I liked Sally but my brother wanted is his name oogie boogie yeah the boogeyman oogie yeah boogie. he wanted him and he was full of worms and that was gross <laughs> <laughs> your brother's such a boy <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I, I definitely there is home video footage of my sister and i sitting in the living room and watching the nightmare before christmas and just like wrapped in a blanket completely like enraptured with the it movie. was so cool just and all these different holiday worlds when there's all those trees and there's like an Easter world and all this stuff. I bet the Easter world was really boring. I bet it was awesome. <laughs> a lot of pastels. <laughs> well, actually, you know which one was actually probably boring and also a lie? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving world. world. <laughs> there was. There was one with a turkey. It was all just colonials. If anybody knows me, you know I have a lot of specific personal issues with Thanksgiving and just general issues with Thanksgiving. <laughs> My favorite Thanksgiving movie, though, is Adam's Family Values. Yes! yes. Oh, and that's creepy. Oh, Adam's Family, another one. Oh, yes. Oh, excellent choice. Loved Adam's Family. Incredible. A- Angelica Houston is queen always. Mm-hmm. One. <laughs> when I loved Casper. Yes. I loved Casper. I was so in love with I thought he was so cute. Oh, of course. When he got to become like fully alive and human again. No, as a ghost. As a, oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm, that smooth head, something about it, something special. No, uh, you're right. When he was a human boy, he was so cute. I always remember the the stepmom from Casper and when she becomes like an evil ghost lady at the yeah! end. She was amazing. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah. Oh, she's so good. Iconic. Um, was there cuz I, I that movie I never felt like creeped out by that movie at all. Obviously, because it's very cutesy. See, I got scared kind of when they went into the basement. That was kind of scary. The yeah, the the, the like the like uh, Victorian ride yep. into the basement with like the shaver and the. And then when that woman became a ghost, she was kind of scary. Oh, she was also hysterical. The part where she's like, "Unfinished business. <laughs> I have no unfinished business." <laughs> Kathy Moriarty is like low key, like underrated <laughs> as a performer. All like a hundred percent. Also, I feel like the Wizard of Oz is kind. Of spooky. Yeah, uh, we witch. weren't allowed to watch it for a while because my younger brother and another young boy at our babysitter, like, we put it on once, and they were absolutely traumatized by the Wicked Witch. Yeah, and the monkeys, mm-hmm. and it's kind of spooky. Well, and going into ca- kind of campfirey tales, it was like there were lots of legends about Wizard of Oz and it being made and someone died on the set and is there yeah and um, someone's swing someone hanging in the background and someone got burned margaret hamilton got her face burned yeah the witch from a from a malfunctioning special effect and then one of her stunt doubles died during a special effect 
I did not research that. Like, <laughs> no, I, I believe I, there was there was a stunt that she refused to do, and she was she was supposed to get back up on the broom the 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 surrender Dorothy part, and she didn't want to get on the broom for it, so her stunt double did, and the broom exploded. And Judy it, Garland, it's, it's who was uh, Dorothy, died forty years later. Oh my god! <laughs> because <laughs> Metro decided to give her all of the amphetamines. Yeah, she did R. the R. Wizard girl. of Oz and then died. See you on the other side, Queen. <laughs> well, it was a set, Rue. It was your movie. <laughs> Can we just for a second, just just shout out to Jinx Monsoon. I know you're a big fan. You're listening right now. Your performance on the Snatch Game of All-Star 7 was legendary. Thank you so much for that uh, spot-on rendition of uh, One Miss Judy, Judy Garland. What Thank you so suck much. out. <laughs> I just want to be your best friend. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, so what else? What are some other things from our Unsolved formative mysteries. years? <gasps> yes! That theme song. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Immediate oh, chills. and the X-Files. Uh-huh. Yes. Loved the X-Files. That copyright. We can't do any more. Can't do any more. Copyright. Can't do no more. You know that was actually, very spooky. You know what actually scared the shit out of me was the Simpsons X-Files parody where it was Mr. Burns radioactive <laughs> coming out of the woods. And it, that really, that image alone. Um, a lot of unintentionally scary stuff, like kind of like what you said about Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah. you know, like Willy Wonka has moments that are like deeply upsetting. And I remember like, we went to see Austin Powers in the theaters, <laughs> the second one, in theaters. There was a trailer for the remake of The Haunting, which was the Catherine Zeta-Jones haunting. I love that movie, but it's terrible. We just recently rewatched it, but, like, this trailer experience was unlike nothing. It It is so scary because you see this this house and the old woman's voice that's narrating the trailer, and, like, all of a sudden, like little cherubs are coming like faces are coming to life and like uh she's combing her hair in the mirror and then the hair like opens and screams and i like i bolted from the theater and that really stuck with me i also really liked the halloween town movies <gasps> yes yeah. uh i mean first of all miss debbie reynolds mm-hmm. as as her grandmother yeah so good oh uh, and i just so wanted that to be true that there was really this magical halloween town oh, i'm so glad that somebody else was like maybe one day it could be us i know <laughs> and that i'm secretly a witch and i I'm know go and i'm gonna get to go to halloween town oh there's a car <gasps> is it gonna turn into our driveway is it gonna slow down goodbye also, also, I'd like to make a quick correction. Um, the person I got, I got, I got bad information from uh, a drag queen um, who over uh, her stunt double did not die, but she was very, very badly burned when the pipe exploded. She spent oh. eleven days in the hospital. Um, Ouch. Yeah. <coughs> Rough. Well, yeah. R.I.P. to. I mean, R.I.P. to both of them because I don't think either yeah, of them are still with us. <laughs> that film was filming in the '30s, um, and they weren't exactly young. And then they weren't exactly old either. But when I when I got a little older, Halloween for me was like staying home and like like being antisocial and watching like a lot of like the Bravo horror countdown, one hundred scary movie. You countdown. didn't trick or treat. I did, but like when I when I got to be like fifteen before oh. before I joined theater, I was pretty antisocial. So like there was a Halloween where I just basically dressed up as a scarecrow and pretended to be like a prop and then scared the shit out of children when they came to our door. And that was my favorite Halloween ever. It was just actually pretty incredible. I think I trick-or-treated until I was 20. I mean... I went trick or treating in high school. We we I mean uh, anybody who knows me knows that as soon as I put on a costume, no one knows that I'm supposed to be technically close to being an adult. <laughs> um, so the age of 16, I was able to go out trick or treating in like a grim reaper costume. I definitely still <laughs> trick or treat at 16, but this is what happened. So I used to work with an LGBTQ youth group. Yes. And me and the, and we were going to take cuz it was a it was a 12 to 18 age range. So we were going to take them trick-or-treating. And the only one who showed up, I think, was like 17. 
And so it's me, uh, me and another youth group leader. We're both in our 20s. And then a 17-year-old. I felt so awkward, but it ended up being so much fun. And this one woman saw us, and she said, come here. And no one went to her house, and she gave us all her candy. Oh. So. Did they think she was a witch? (laughs) And then she was gone. (laughs) And then you turned around and realized there hadn't been a house there for 25 years. But trick-or-treating in my early 20s was very uncomfortable. I mean, especially at first where you're like, I, should I be doing this? Especially since there weren't any children with us. And that poor 17-year-old <laughs> probably showed up thinking a whole group would be going, and it was just us oldies. Well, it, it, it felt like it was supposed to be a whole group. It was supposed to be, and they all chickened out. Well, and Those... I'm wondering if part of the reason they chickened out was because they were like, huh, did, did some of their parents not even know they were going to the group? Oh, yeah, that was very common yeah. for people not to know. So, And plus, it's Halloween. They want to be with their friends, not two oldies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because 22 years old, you are the most ancient. When up to a high school, I know. high schooler, yeah. you're Do you old. remember how, how we thought that 20-year-olds were, like, the oldest people we'd ever met? I thought they were adults. And to be honest with you, just because they are technically legally adults, you listen to them talk now and you're like, oh, honey. If you've ever seen a 21-year-old at a bar, they are not grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Look who think they grown. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, it, like Halloween for me growing up was like uh, obviously costumes, costumes all the way. I loved getting to dress up. Um, but as we got older, you know, there's there's like that that push around the time you're 13, 14 to like, quote unquote, grow up and not do a lot of those fun things. And I did have one Halloween where I did stay home to pass out candy. Um, before I went back to go trick-or-treating again. Um, and the year that I stayed home, first of all, we you know where I used to live. We got no trick-or-treaters because we didn't have a lot of young kids on our block anymore. We were the young kids, and then we grew up. So all the children went away or got old. Um, so we, we, we ended up just eating a lot of the candy. But I had a couple of friends over, and we watched, like, one year we watched The Ring on Halloween. I like We, we, we got the VHS tape. Um, version of it because ooh spooky. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> rented it from the library, or not not the library, from like Premier Video or something. Blockbuster. Block blister. <laughs> um, but you know, like uh, I, I. Ooh, ooh. The wood shifted. The ooh. wood shifted. We got a nice little Gross. spark. Uh, <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. Um, okay, I, there there there's actually something I wanted to to, to talk about in terms of like. Things, things we grew up with Halloween, television shows with Halloween episodes. Yeah. What are some of your favorite television shows with Halloween episodes? Boy Meets World. Yes. They had some of the best Halloween episodes. Best one? Which one? Uh, the one where everyone's getting murdered. And then there was Sean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there is literally Halloween everything. Like, I just thought of the Halloween episode of Caitlin's Way on Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Oh. They were in the bowling alley, and then there was like, I think an Easter bunny with a knife killing everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And as a kid, I loved Halloween Home Improvement episodes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I know. Looking back, that show is so sexist. I I did try to watch it a few years ago and I'm like, oh Uh, God, no, I can't. Oh my God, Tim, grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, speaking of growing up. um, uh, What else? What else was there for you? Rocco's Modern Life. (gasps) Yes. Also, um, I forget the name of the show, but it was some like Alice in Wonderland kind of thing. And they had a Phantom of the Opera Halloween episode Ooh. that I really liked. I and think I, I remember there was, it was like Alice through the Looking Glass or something yeah. like that. I will. I know we had copied tapes of it, so I will probably find them. We'll go um, for my anybody notes. who's under the age of twenty-five who's wondering what we're talking about, you used to be able to record things onto these things called VHS tapes off the TV. <laughs> um, it's what we did before DVR and other forms of streaming services existed. I also loved Sabrina. So oh, Sabrina's yes. always spooky, but they're Halloween episodes. But I also love Hilda's hilarious because <laughs> they go, it's Halloween and they're extremely devout. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, every year we look forward to the Treehouse of Horror on Simpsons. Yes, on the Simpsons. And I go back and I rewatch them all the time. Oh my God. Like the, God, so many. I, I'm thinking of the one where they keep going into different universes 
and oh, Homer keeps going Hol- to different universes. Mm-hmm. That's the um the the time traveling toaster. The toaster is <laughs> broken, and he tries to fix it. And every time he pushes it down, it sends him somewhere in time. And then when he comes back, he's changed the future. And wouldn't the Simpsons <laughs> change their intro slightly? Yes. Yeah, so that, it was always a creepy. I was opening. always so excited when they changed that intro. Well, because you wanted to see what the couch gag was going to be, because it was always creepy and spooky. Mm-hmm. And then the gravestones for the first like seven seasons were always like like clever things or like actual dead people um and then they would yeah and they they would change it up a little bit every year it's just uh and i love a parody a good parody and all of the trios of horrors are pretty much parodies of something the shinning you want to get sued (laughs) you mean shining i remember the the wave of blood usually gets off on the second floor That's funny. <laughs> I love it so much. What was that, Jay? Oh, uh, well, the one of the iconic ones is the Salem witch trials where Marge is <laughs> accused Mar- of witchcraft. Marge is a Puritan, and then it turns out that she and Pam, Patty and Selma are actually witches. <laughs> um, and I actually want to get that as a tattoo, Marge in her Puritan outfit. But instead of the full Puritan outfit, I want her like sexy leg to come out of one side of the broom. <laughs> so that's something Show that I really want to design. Oh, and just, <laughs> mm, just Marge, the <laughs> sexy leg. Um... What else? I also really loved, um, there are, uh, oh God, what am I, what am I thinking of? I just, I had something and then I just totally lost it. Oh, well, if I can um, butt go, you in line, go for it. all the Buffies have great Halloween I mean, yes, episodes. Buffy has, almost every season has a Halloween episode and they're all pretty stellar. The first one was everyone actually literally turned into whatever their costume was. And <laughs> Buffy was like a renaissance lady and so she became like totally damsel and and wayfish and um willow was still herself and at one point she just goes you couldn't address to xena (laughs) (laughs) xena doesn't have any specific halloween episodes but there are a couple of creepy episodes that are supposed to be halloween episodes there's some really good ones the haunted house one the one where her mother's tavern is haunted by ghosts that one's really creepy and kind of kind of actually traumatizing (laughs) because it's got a lot of family trauma mixed in with it um, and, and I mean, obviously we all loved, are you afraid of the dark growing up? And are you afraid of the dark was one of those shows that, um, I think there was a lot, we, we talked about this Austin when we talked about horror movies, we talked a lot about how a lot of things made for kids in the nineties had a spooky edge, had a creepy edge. We were sort of raised on weird, bizarre, creepy things. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, real monsters. I was just thinking about what the fuck is that like that what a weird synchronicities Uh, (laughs) that was just a fever dream and a horrifying show oh i know (laughs) what about like courage the cowardly dog yes scooby-doo even like scooby-doo was very oh that's a good they had halloween up yeah they were good and every single time it was a ghost that also turned out to be it was old man jenkins because (laughs) because uh capitalism had fucked him over so he was trying to get get one up on over on capitalism (laughs) the hex girls the hex girls pretty iconic from the the witches go so charmed is also another interesting one because charmed every week obviously it's about witchcraft it's about demons but they had a couple of halloween episodes episodes where it's like something extra special would go wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> um i just oh it, it is kind of interesting how a lot of the things that we grew up with that were relatively like tame like cute television things would have this this spin like even disney channel shows uh even Stevens's Halloween episode was actually really horrifying where Ren was secretly turning everybody into replicates and <laughs> and and Lewis was the only one who, who believed because it was sort of like invasion of the body snatchers or or them where like it's it's by the time you get to somebody to warn them about it it's too late they've already been <laughs> they've already been indoctrinated it's too late um and I was like, that's actually really freaking creepy. Good job, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Disney Channel. That reminds me of So Weird, too. That one was Oh, also- oh my goodness, So Weird. What was I'm her name, True? Fee. Fee. Fiona. Yes. And her mom was like a, a traveling rock star, right? Yeah. And I Mackenzie picture- Phillips, I want to say. I would say I picture mm-hmm. Alice and Janney. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that energy. In the remake. <laughs> 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 We're going to make a remake, and it's going to be Alice and Janney. 
You're thinking of I, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about So Weird. Oh, and then who was that girl who could turn into a puddle of water? Oh, oh Alex Mack. The Secret World of Alex Mack. Because mm-hmm. that show also had, like, government conspiracy tied in with it and, like, the idea that at any moment you could end up mixed up with something that could totally fuck up your life. Yeah, and, and didn't was... Pete and Pete have good Halloween episodes? Yes, well, and every episode was kind of a fever dream. Yeah. And going back to Alex Mack, one thing from that that really scared the shit out of me, too, was, like, I think it might have been the finale or something, but everybody that knows Alex Mack has powers, they're trying to capture her, and they know she can sink into water and float around, so they pull out these, like, little dirt devil vacuums, <laughs> and they, these people in, like, I, I picture them in, like, business suits trying to, like, vacuum her up when she was in a puddle. And I was like, no, she's going to get vacuumed up as a puddle. <laughs> and it was really <laughs> distressing. Oh, there was also um, The Adventures of Alan Strange, the, like, alien boy who got left on Earth. Uh, and he had to, like, blend in with humans. Um, I feel like he might have been played by the same guy or... Maybe, maybe, maybe not the same actor, but I always attribute to him to the same actor that played like um, Jet Jackson on the famous Jet Jackson on Disney Channel. Now we're getting into like weird, like late '90s, early 2000s. <laughs> um, yeah, these are some deep cuts. Um, deep cuts. Let's see, what was another Disney Channel original movie that was kind of Halloween themed? Well, Smart House. But that's... Well, Smart House was like the idea that technology could just one day decide. Oh, I'm going to run your life for you. <laughs> I want to say there was one about leprechauns, but I'm Luck might... of the Irish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might be confusing it with an episode. And that one was less dark. scary and more like, huh. That was fun. <laughs> it was a fun one. Yeah, I might be thinking of the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Jake, the Jake, Jake and the Leprechaun? <laughs> yeah. Was that? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so every single Saturday night, uh, possibly tonight included. Jay, Jay and I uh, have Paramount Plus and they have a bunch of old Nickelodeon shows. So we try to do Snick every Saturday night. And of course, Snick always ended with Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. And so we're trying to end our Saturday nights at least two times a month. It, if it sounds extreme, it's we're both like deeply repressed adults and we really need nostalgia to cling to our sanity. So we watch, you know, uh, Clarissa Explains It All, followed by all of that, followed by Keenan and Kel, followed by Are You Afraid, are you afraid of the, the dark? dark? And Are You Afraid of the Dark? I just, when, when I think back on watching that show as a kid, it, a lot of those episodes did keep me up at night because I was seven. Or oh. six or five oh, when I was yeah. watching them the first time. I had nightmares about some of those. Are you afraid of the dark? Episodes. Oh my god! Can you can, can you tell me about one of the ones that absolutely just like fucked your shit up? The ghastly grinner. <gasps> tell yeah. us more, because I love that episode. If I'm remembering correctly, it's been a while since I've seen it. It was about this kid who gets like a fancy art set or a fancy notepad, and when he draws in it, because he's like an artist, he wants to be a comic book artist. The character comes to life. And he draws yes. this character called the Ghastly Grinner. That's a villain, and it then like runs around murdering people. Yeah, it's 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 that 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 that's pretty much the story. There's um, the he goes to that new comic book shop, and there's that weird girl with like the slick back blonde hair, mm-hmm. and she hands him like mm-hmm. this one of a kind copy of this um, of of this uh. Uh, a comic book about the ghastly grinner and then his teacher takes it away from him in class and puts it in the aquarium so he puts it in the microwave to oh, yeah. to, 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 to to like dry it off and the microwave brings the ghastly grinner <laughs> out into the world but when he but, but but what does happen is he has to finish the comic right he has okay. to finish that's drawing it and that's right. what'll put the the grinner but can you describe what the grinner looked like Oh, it was like a jester kind of, a little yeah. bit like the Joker from Batman, uh-huh. but he had like the jester's cap and he had the really accentuated makeup on and the people that he attacked would then also just sort of grin maniacally. Yeah. And they had, I think like ooze kind of coming out of their mouth. Blue, like pur- purple, goo, yep, yeah, purple yeah. or blue. Oh. Well, one we just watched recently was when the they go through the haunted house at the amusement park and it's like clown themed. The tale of laughing in the dark. And the one clown comes out, and then they dare each other because of toxic masculinity to steal the clown's <laughs> nose. And then he steals the nose, and then he feels really guilty about it, and his guilt and shame manifests itself as a real clown. And then he has to put it back. And I'm really confused about the security of that amusement park. <laughs> it seems like he's coming and going. In also, what was the name of one of the characters? Uh, the, the specific name. His name is Ouija. 
shit. And I believe in the credits, I can't remember, but I think his name is actually spelled like Ouija board. <laughs> like Ouija. Um, Sometimes I do uh, expect too much from all, from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I really do want it to like fuck me up and scare me. <laughs> And I mean, some of the episodes still have an unsettling edge to them where I watch it now as an adult and I'm like, no, that's actually like the premise of this is pretty messed up. Yeah. The Um, one where the kid, they move into a new house and there's this like root cellar in the basement. And whenever music plays, the tale of the dark music. Yes. (laughs) Whenever the music plays, the monster that lives in the root cellar gets hungry and comes out and will suck someone in. So he traps his neighborhood bully in the basement and cranks up the music. (laughs) And then it's implied at the end that he does the same to his annoying little sister. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of of the Midnight Society says, he didn't actually feed his sister to that thing. And then he goes, no, but he made sure she never bothered him again. (laughs) And it's like, that's so fucked up. I love being creeped out. Oh, genuinely. Absolutely. I mean, what have we watched this weekend? We've already watched creepy, uh, several creepy things. Let's see. We watched Intruder, I believe was the name Intruder. of the first one. Incredible <laughs> trash 80s film. Oh, my God. Uh, With Burr Steers. Burr Steers. Oh, as talk, Bub. About, talk about heart But also problems. a very young Sam and Ted Raimi, as well as an appearance by Bruce Campbell. By Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Um, what an incredible ride we went on with that <laughs> film. Um, it takes place in a grocery store after hours when they're like restocking shelves and like marking everything down 50% because the store is closing. Which we totally f- were like, why are they there? Because <laughs> they were not doing any work. No. There they, too many people on the clock. It was terrible. <laughs> Most of them were drinking and having sex. <laughs> yeah. Talk about time theft. The, yeah, oh my. The, the, the overhead must be out of control. No wonder they were going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> capitalism strikes again <laughs> that's the real monster is capitalism um, we have to work overnight shifts where we might get stabbed through the eye and speaking of capitalism this episode is brought to you by our sponsor Dandies Dandies vegan marshmallows buy them won't you okay, I'm going to make a s'more right oh now. make us okay Jay's going to make a s'more um, should we take a quick break here and then come on back to Tell some more spooky stuff. Ooh. Let's do it. So we'll be back. The the creepo cast. I'm still trying to come up with a name. It's gonna <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you come up with something better. No. We'll be back in like I don't know, 30 seconds. Bye. <laughs> Brought to you by feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that isn't catching on. <laughs> Got a story you'd like to share with us? Go ahead and email us at thequeermocast at gmail.com or you can DM us on our social media at thequeermocast on Instagram as well as thequeermocast on Facebook. And now, back to the creepening. <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh. I got my s'more. <clears throat> and welcome back, everybody. It's wonderful to be back with you all on this creepy episode of the Creepo Cast. Um, uh, formerly known as the Creepo Cast, but no one liked it, so we're just gonna we're just gonna strike. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you are nothing voice. of the sort. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, but so now we're gonna shift into some some stories, some some creepy happenings Ooh. from uh, from the world of possibly make believe, um, but possibly from real life. Um, I would ask if you want to go first, but you are like, mm. you are fully fucked up on that s'more right now. She I is balls right deep in that s'more. <laughs> <laughs> so, talk to me in two, two minutes. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I'm gonna tell about another time that I experienced sleep paralysis. Um, as some of you know, uh, if you've listened to any of our other our other creepy episodes, um, I am somebody who's prone to sleep paralysis which if for anybody who doesn't know what that is it's where your body you it to, to, to put it very very shortly your body basically is living in a state in between being awake and asleep and you're not fully able to like you're 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 partially aware you can't really move your body and oftentimes it comes with the feeling of momentary like you're suffocating a lot of the time so i can feel like someone's like pressing 
for me, sometimes it feels like someone's pressing their hand over my face. Sometimes it feels like something's sitting on my chest. Um, I also have asthma, so that could also be part of it. Um, it's sitting on your face? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, demon daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, one of the more recent times. So, Jay, Jay knows, sometimes I will have, like, it's possibly apnea. It's hard to know. <clears throat> but occasionally I will just have oh, a weird yeah. dream, and I will just literally bolt out of bed as though something like like mm-hmm. tried to stab me in my sleep it is uh yeah, it's really <laughs> alarming from my perspective because it's just the person next to you in bed like shooting upright and grabbing you and like gasping like <gasps> and then like and then it's like okay you just had it i'm like you just had a dream it's okay we're here. I'm here with you. My favorite is when you're like, <laughs> recently, I had one of those dreams and you were like, are you okay? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't say anything else. Not and dramatic I, at and all. And I laid down and I didn't say anything else and I fell back asleep. They, they curled into a fetal position and just rocked back to sleep. I, I did kind of. Like, uh, I barely remember it, but you described it to me the next day. And yeah, so I'm I'm prone to really bizarre dreams that often don't have any discernible, like, plots or things I can I can pull out but they leave me feeling like something's tried to kill me and um I'm sure we could unpack that for hours but when it comes to sleep paralysis that's usually brought on by really high stress periods often I'll have sleep paralysis when I drink too much um which is one of the reasons I don't do that anymore um but one of the times that when when, when you and I were to uh, have been together um, the, it was actually, <laughs> it was not long. It wasn't the night that we watched The Nightmare, um, which is a documentary about sleep paralysis. And I was terrified while we were watching it. I was like, I'm going to end up, I'm going to have sleep paralysis from watching this movie. Um, oh, it's so it is, it, it is a, it is an eepy creepy, ooky spooky movie. If you want something that's like true stories, but also really creepy reenactments, about something like sleep paralysis, you'll enjoy this. Um, but uh, not long after that, so this would have been like 2019-ish, I feel like we watched it, because we watched it before the pandemic hit. Um, but I was still a grad student, so I was not stressed at all. <laughs> um, and I remember I was having a dream where, and it was actually, it was a it was a throwback dream. It's a dream I, I had when I was a kid. I used to have this dream that I'm running through the woods, um, and I was like, this is when I was like six, six or seven was the first time I can remember having it. And I'm, I'm running through the woods and I like sit down on like a stump and just start crying. But it's weird because I'm both myself and watching it like a movie. Mm-hmm. So there were like moments where my perspective would shift within the dream, which is weird. And like, I, again, I might be adding that detail, but that is something that I very vividly remember having like outside I experienced that a lot in dreams too, where I kind of shift perspective. Um, and it's, it's very cinematic. Um, (laughs) And I, but then I, I run back home and I run in the house and it's almost like, you know when a setting changes in a dream, the whole dream kind of changes. It's like it's a whole new dream. And so it I, makes perfect sense. It's time. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. But now suddenly I'm at home, and I'm getting ready for bed, and I'm brushing my teeth. But for some reason in our bathroom, in, and I'm, every time I've had this dream, even after we moved out of the house, it's the house I grew up in. I still dream about that specific house. I never, like, transferred this dream to any of the other places I've ever lived. Um, so I'm in the bathroom, and in the floor... There is this weird little cutout with like a glass dome, and inside are a bunch of bugs crawling around inside of it. Mm. Um, again, don't know what that's all about, gross. but it was there. It's gross. <laughs> um, and but I know for a fact that there's something outside, and I know exactly what it is outside the window. And in my brain, I called it the tickle monster. No, it. but thinking that sounds of, adorable. I know it's, it's so adorable, right? <laughs> but when I would describe what it looked like out loud, it was a long shadow creature with fingers. That were like six feet long. You were fucked up. So it, it, it's like, I, yeah, have you met me? Um, and the reason I called it t- the, the, the tickle monster is because it would like sink its claws into no. you. At first it's like it's tickling you, right? Uh-uh. But then well, I would wake up and actually one of the times I woke up, I was <laughs> digging my I was digging my fingers oh, into dare. myself. I was like gripping my, my, my shirt in my sleep. So my fingernails were going into my chest. Um, and I had that same dream. 
2019. That's scary. Um, but I was a child again, which was also weird. It was like it was like watching the dream again as an adult. I think I still think I'm a child. Uh, oh, uh, 100%. I think that's also a queer thing. We're all, I'm baby. Um, <laughs> so I woke up in the dream, and I'm in our bedroom, and the tickle monster's in our bedroom. Ugh. Um, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. It's in the corner. And of course, when I woke up and was able to like, you know what it was? Blue. It, no, it wasn't blue. Marge. It was. <laughs> no, Marge is new addition. She protects the house. She's our savior. Um, it was, there was something hanging off of our little, like, you know that, those, those, those things that you can buy that you can hang coffee cups on or like hats. It's yeah. like, it's like those multiple peg things that hang on the wall there was something hanging on it at a weird angle so it kind of looked like a claw and i think my brain filled in the rest i have scared myself shitless Um, at night a few times waking up in the dark and i wear glasses and i am blind without them yes so i can just see the vague shape of a person when it's just (gasps) a jacket or something hanging off the back of my bedroom door (laughs) but it's brand new i'm not used to it i wake up in the middle of the night and see it and go oh my god there's someone in my room but like this is this this was while I was still in the dream and I was experiencing sleep paralysis. I could see it in the corner, but I couldn't move. And of course, when you're having sleep paralysis, sometimes you're 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 having these weird dreams. I was certain it was moving closer, just absolutely certain it was moving. And it's this weird shadow skeletal creature, so it moves like I don't know a mixture between like. A, a, a shadow and a skeleton. A, a shadow and a skeleton. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it it came right up to the bed, and I think when it went to touch me was when I finally was able to move. I like yanked myself out of it, um, and yeah, that was when I woke up. And I think that was one of the times because occasionally when I wake up, I don't just like shoot up in bed. I've accidentally like maimed Jay in my sleep before, <laughs> and I think that time I punched you, <laughs> like in the, in the side or something. Because I remember you woke up more startled than usual because you were also in pain because <laughs> I hit you um, because I literally I think I flung my limbs away from me in an effort to just move and I've I've probably done similar to you with that falling feeling you get oh right yeah a hypnic you, jerk yeah you I get that sometimes and then it's right when I'm falling asleep and then I just kind of gasp upward all of a sudden because physically it felt like I was like dropping really fast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that too yeah like I've, okay. I've hit my hand really hard against the wall doing so, that, too. That, oh, God. Ooh, that, that hurts so bad. <laughs> well, that was the story of my recurring childhood nightmare and the tickle monster, who is apparently not content with scaring me as a child. It needs to kill me as an adult. Oh. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome to my brain. Oh, no. <laughs> you make a good horror movie. I, I thought about it. The next it. Babadook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Babadook. I love that movie, gay icon, Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's... Let's shift this on over to Jason Belden, everybody. Well, again, I just want to paint the picture right now. We're in the backyard of our Airbnb Mm. where there is no one in the house, right? But I can see all the lights are on in the house. And, like, to me, like, the scariest thing imaginable right now would just to be seeing, like, a a figure, like, bolt, like, from one end of the house to the next. (gasps) Like... And all of us are just out here. Oh, my like, God. Actually, it's a rake. That would be a rake. What would creep me out is seeing a shadow, because we've got a bunch of windows really close to one another here. Mm. Seeing a shadow pass between one window, <laughs> but then oh, not carry on. Stop. One of the middle windows. It just appears between the windows. Oh, in front, God damn it. <laughs> I would drive home more, 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 again, again, again. (laughs) Okay, so the thing I was. I do keep seeing movement out of the corner of my eye. Stop it! Because I can see the reflection of the TV. And the TV is slightly changing too. Not yeah, the reflection of the TV in just in Austin's bedroom. No, you whore. I thought I saw something. You did not. No. Okay, so here's what I wanted to. Don't you love being creeped out? No. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> okay, so... Well, we were out here earlier, and we heard a thump come from the <laughs> And we're still not sure what it was. We think it might have been a branch falling on the metal roof, but it also could be, I don't know. It, it could be Mothman. It could be a total um, uh, omen of death that we just ignored happily. Oh, yeah, there I she is again. That. In Austin's bedroom window. <laughs> She's looking at us. Wait, hi. Um, 
So the thing Hi. I wanted to tell you guys about was like that uh, it's I don't know if you believe in ghosts or like wh- how you feel about ghosts for real, but this thing does happen frequently, and it's reported a lot with people who lose someone they love like shortly after you know that person passes away. So the story was just simple, like you know it was like this cleaning client that we had. Um, at Happy Earth, and we had been cleaning that for them for a couple months, and the partner had passed away like that year, basically. So it was like the saddest thing ever because their house still had like photos of them together, and like a lot of their stuff was was still preserved. Um, but it didn't feel creepy at all to be in there. Like it was like a lovely apartment um, in downtown Minneapolis. But um, the, uh, the, the gentleman, I can't say his name, um, told us once that uh, they kind of felt their partner and, like, experienced seeing their partner, like, a couple months after they had passed. And they were sitting in the living room, and, like, the living room's kind of open concept with the kitchen. Um, and they started to hear, like coins like being rattled in like one thing their partner used to do a lot was just like kind of do that with coin when when they had coins in their hand and he turns and his partner is standing in the kitchen holding coins just looking at them like kind of flipping them in his hand and like he froze and there's his partner just stops flipping the coins makes eye contact with him and like note notices him and then boom it was just over and like if you look online like a lot of people have similar experiences like within a few months and it's believed in culture that spirits do linger around for you know several months before moving on so people they love might like feel them or see them that sounds kind of nice, though. Yeah. And it didn't feel, it did not feel threatening or, like, scary. Um, it was just that, like, a moment from life. Like, this thing you used to always do. Um, and he was just staying around to make sure he remembered to pay the water bill. Um, that's <laughs> all. Oh, <laughs> That was really sweet. That's really nice. Yeah. And then he, he ended up moving, and I think it was probably ultimately, hap- probably for the best, that he... <laughs> just moved to somewhere they didn't live together to like kind of have a new chapter and (laughs) I'm trying to turn the marshmallows away from me because I keep eating them because they're so good but I've had so many of them I'm going to be sick (laughs) sorry continue (laughs) I'm pretty much done like the (laughs) the moral of the story is ghost ghost I mean some of my favorite movies are, like, ghosty shit. I love a haunted house movie. Mm-hmm. I, but my favorite ghost movies are the ones where there's, like, a deep emotional attachment connected to it. Because, don't get me wrong, like, like just straight-up ghosty movies like the original Haunting or even that mess of a remake. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's just fun to have it be, like, a haunted house that's just kind of malevolent. But I really like we were we were watching um, that 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 new countdown this morning on Shudder and it talked about the sixth sense. And the thing I love about the sixth sense or maybe that that was Eli Roth show, actually. That was Um, so scary. And the sixth sense is a movie. The reason it works so well is because there's all of this like very, very human reality about loss and death and grief and trauma and pain. Mm -hmm. But also it's just legitimately fucking scary. <laughs> like, it uh, it was one of those PG-13 movies that really, st- like, it was like, we don't need to resort necessarily to, like, high gore or a bunch of swearing <laughs> or a bunch of, like, sexual experiences um, in situations to, like, get to the heart of what we need. What was that? Did you hear that? Y'all, we're not fucking around here. That was Is beating so fast right now. Hmm. 
accompanied by any other sounds. Um, well, we wanted to be scared. <laughs> and now we are I scared. I have a vice grip on your arm right you now. You do. You are. <laughs> oh, my God. You're squeezing my forearm so hard. Um, meanwhile, I'm just like, yeah, we're in the woods. Sometimes noises happen. I know. <laughs> We're just let us be spooky. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, no I sit in my deck with the lights off when I'm in deep in the woods at home. It's so. true. Yeah, but like, there's something about being in your own space when you're in another space. Sometimes you're like, who knows where you're. Not true. I constantly have to turn on the light to make sure there isn't someone in my closet. I mean, right before fair. bed. Also, fair. at yeah. home we have coyotes. And yeah. I don't, I mean, I guess I don't know what we got out here, but. <laughs> I really like nurses are really superstitious. And I really like a lot of the nursing superstitions. Like, um. Ooh, tell us. When I worked in the nursing home, a nurse, when she knew someone was going to pass, would crack the window. <gasps> and that's to let their soul out. Oh. And I actually kind of love that, though. Yeah, it's really nice. And she said it never fails. You tell them that it's okay it's okay to go and you kind of crack the window obviously not like to make the room super cold or uncomfortable no no right but you'd crack the window and it lets their spirit go you know what ethel i'm just gonna crack the window there's a blizzard outside but you're gonna love it and then another creepy thing that happens in the nursing home when people are passing is um they'll stare at something in the corner they'll yeah and it's like they are seeing the next world or they see something and they'll stare because they will have been catatonic for days and then suddenly they'll stare at something like in the corner of the room. Or someone. And then they usually pass shortly after. The angel of death. Oh my goodness. Or just like maybe what's coming on the other side or they're seeing something beautiful and lovely or they're just passing through something. I I always find that really fascinating because we really truly don't know and we never mm-hmm. will. I don't I, I don't think we'll ever truly know. We will. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, it's sort of like Austin. Do you remember that movie you showed at the at the uh, Oak Queer Film Festival where at the end they end up back on that beach? It's like a queer film and in in his Children dying, of a Lesser yes, God. Yes, Children of the Lesser God. Because at the end. Heaven. Heaven is just those last dying moments, but you get to live them basically forever because your brain. Because your sense of time. I think about all the time because part of me thinks that's it. That heaven is those last neurons firing, but your sense of time is so warped that that'll feel like forever. And, and who knows? <clears throat> you know, now that we're seeing out into space with the uh, JWST, we're seeing way farther out into space than we've ever seen. We're seeing that not only is the universe bigger than we ever could have imagined, but also that it is a huge, complex, beautiful space. And maybe we just get to be a part of that for the rest of oblivion. And there's an In-N-Out Burger on every on planet. On every planet. <laughs> In every and solar Starbucks. system. <laughs> I mean, Starbucks has been out there for a while now, y'all. Um, but I, I know it's, it's fascinating to think about because ghosts, <gasps> I think that was a frog. Um, or a fish. Or a fish. There oh, were man. so many frogs on the on the shoreline this this afternoon when we went on the and water. And a snake. Guys, and a snake. We gotta get out of here before Mr. Burns comes out of the woods. <laughs> I bring you love. <laughs> that was really spooky. The the X Files crossover of The Simpsons is pretty great, but I do think I agree. I think it's time for us to start wrapping up. I think one thing I want to leave everybody on is that you can like belief in things beyond what we can like fully understand is I think a really important part of the human experience on a cultural and a spiritual level. And whatever your beliefs are, just know that there are endless possibilities about what happens to us beyond our realm. And also that we would love to hear any of your thoughts. So if you would like to tell us any of your stories, or if you want to just like reach out and feel like you know you've 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 got something you really want to say, you can go ahead and email us at thequeermocast at gmail.com. 
And um, I would love to get some emails from you and not the weird spammy emails we've been getting recently. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if you can send like a voice memo, tell your story. Oh, we would love that so much. We'll put it on the podcast. um, The Queer Mo cast is uh, soon going to become just a creepy stories podcast. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Well, should we sign off, everybody? Does everybody have something? Can you grab something? Here we go. And... Slancha! <laughs> what was that? Spooky, <laughs> <laughs> spooky, creepy, creepy. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Mm. A ghost! <laughs> <laughs>